Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Kilowatt. My name is Bodie, and I am your host. And we have a very special Thanksgiving extravaganza, 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 extravaganza. Oh, thank you very much, Siri. Doing something I didn't ask you to do. Anyway, I had on Allison and Steve Sheridan, who they've been on the show before. Allison runs the Podfeet network at podfeet.com. And Sierra is my child, and Brad is her partner. Uh, they, all of these folks have been on before. Anyway, I asked them on to discuss the Tesla safety score and full self-driving beta. And spoiler alert, one of these lucky panelists actually has it. And maybe by the time you hear this, all of them will have it, because 10.5, if it's not out already, it's it's close, depending on when you hear this. But before we get to the Thanksgiving extravaganza, I'm calling it the Kilowatt Podcast First Annual Thanksgiving Extravaganza. But before we get to that, I've got a couple of notes here. The, the, the battery in my laptop is going bad. So if I'm working on my laptop, it'll just turn off randomly. And then it'll get stuck in this like kind of like boot loop where it just constantly, it'll it'll start up, it'll show my home screen, and then it'll reboot even if I'm charged or even if I'm connected to a charging cable. So because of that, it makes it very difficult to do things like, I don't know, ongoing shows uh, for you folks. So I'm taking my laptop in the next uh, probably five minutes after I record this and post it, I'm taking my laptop to the Genius Bar, and I'm assuming they're going to keep it for a couple days because as I'm recording this portion of the podcast... Uh, it's the day before Thanksgiving. So I don't have high hopes that I'll get my pod or that I'll get my laptop back by next week. So I may not, uh, have a show next week, depending on when I get my laptop back, just so everybody's aware, but I, I'm not going to leave you hanging. So there's a couple of, uh, podcasts that I kind of, I want to shout out here. Not kind of, I do want to shout out. First of all, you have the daily tech news show with Tom Merritt, Sarah Lane, they are doing more and more uh, renewable energy and EV segments. So go ahead and check that podcast out. I'll put a link in the show notes. Show notes, And then this week's episode of Nozilla Cast, which is the podcast that Allison does, uh, that is 
number 863. In that episode, Allison talks about, you know, n- <laughs> numbers like Apple numbers and pivot tables, but she also talks about her journey with the Tesla safety score and she kind of gives a lot more background information. So if you want, go and listen to that podcast first before you listen to this episode, because uh, honestly, you'll probably have more context for going into uh, the Thanksgiving extravaganza. And then if you're still lacking for EV stuff, Alice and I sat down a couple months ago and we did Chit Chat Across the Pond episode 697, where we talked about EV fires and why Teslas are hitting parked emergency vehicles. So I'll put links to my recommendations in the show notes. And finally, I want to give a shout out to my co-hosts on this episode. Uh, normally, if I'm doing an interview, and for a variety of reasons, it just takes a really long time to edit an interview, right? If I do a 30-minute interview with somebody, it might take an hour to edit it, depending on what's going on technically wise, whether it's somebody's talking too quiet or they're off mic a little bit and you got to correct that stuff. On this episode, I had four audio files that I had to go through and I was pretty sure it was going to take a minimum uh, for the 48 minutes that we talked. It was going to take a minimum of uh, three hours at best, minimum of three hours, right? It took me an hour and 15 minutes to completely edit this episode. And that is due in part No, wait, scratch that. It's due entirely to the professionalism of Allison and Steve, Sierra and Brad. Like they made this episode so easy and such a breeze to edit. I can't even tell you. It was like my, it was, it was just like a Christmas present, an early Christmas present to me. Like I I listened to it. I made a few changes. I boosted some audio where it needed to be boosted. I reduced some audio where it needed to be reduced. And that was it. I didn't have to do a whole bunch of stuff to the the episode to make it sound good. So yeah, a big thank you to Allison, Steve, Sierra, and Brad for that. All right, I've yammered on long enough. Let's go ahead and get right into the episode. All right, Allison, did you did you want to introduce the show, or did you want me to do it today? <laughs> well, I, I I tell you what, why don't you why don't you do it? Okay. Give it your best. I, I want a turkey gobble in your uh, th- annual Thanksgiving. Oh, <laughs> my daughter used to be able to do the best gobble when she was like three. Okay, ready. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everyone. I want to welcome my guests today. I have Steve Sheridan, Allison Sheridan, Brad, and Sierra. And that was my um, attempt at a gobble. So um, let's start off by having everybody talk so that the audience kind of knows who's who. So I'll start with Steve. Thanks for having us on, Bodhi. I'm looking forward to talking about FSD beta. Perfect. And how about Allison? I'm also very, very excited. Uh, it's uh, it's perfect. It's awesome. There's nothing wrong with it. It's flawless. The future is here today. Yes. And then uh, let's go with Sierra. Hello, I'm Sierra. I wish I had FSC beta. So there's going to be a lot of FOMO on this call today, I think. <laughs> maybe not. Oh, maybe, maybe not. not. <laughs> Spoiler alert. And then let's go with Brad. Okay. 
<laughs> and Brad. Um, yeah, excited to talk about FSD. Long time enthusiast. Um, yeah. And if Brad sounds like he's off mic, that's because he is. So <laughs> Brad's here sharing a laptop. Sierra so. doesn't share very well, apparently. No. She Just doesn't. like the car. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> Jumping right into that. <laughs> so I thought we, we should start off with our I, I don't own a car. I don't own a Tesla. I own a car, but I don't own a Tesla. Steve, you have a Model Y performance, right? Correct. Allison, you have a Model 3 performance. And Sierra and Brad share a FSD, not an FSD, a Model 3 rear wheel drive. How Ooh, look at you. You could say it now. I practice. Yeah. Well done. <laughs> um, so with that, I thought I would have you guys on so that we could talk about you know, the safety score, and one of you has the full FSD beta. So I thought we'd talk about that. But before we get into all that, I want to know from you, how would you describe your driving pre-Tesla safety score? And we'll start with Allison on this, because Allison, you've you've given us a a kind of a heads up on how you drive your car. So uh, you mean, how safe am I? And did I change my behavior when I was doing the safety score? Right. Many years ago, I got a uh, I got a ticket. Uh, I rented a red car in Arizona, uh, and the, when I rented it, my one of my employees was with me. He said, "You're going to get a ticket," and he was right. Um, I blame Arizona having big, wide streets with no cars on them. So, how do you know how fast you can go in LA? You go as fast as the car in front of you, and that's like 20 miles below the speed limit. So. Uh, Anyway, the reason I tell that story is because I took traffic school, and uh, the guy said that they did an experiment years ago on um, uh, testing whether speeding helps in Los Angeles. And he said they they had two sets of cars. Half the people were told to just race as fast as you could across the city, you know, accelerate as fast as you could, slam on the brakes. And then the other group, they told them just drive the speed limit. And in the end, the difference in time going all the way across the city of Los Angeles was like two minutes difference. Now, I believe he probably made this whole story up, but it sounded cool. So I thought, you know what? I'm just going to see what it's like to drive the speed limit for like three months. I will make myself do it. If at the end of three months, I hate it, I'm going to stop doing it. And I changed my behavior and I've been driving the speed limit ever since. So I drive like a little old lady. Everybody's yelling at me behind me and everything. So I've been, uh, I think I'm a fairly cautious driver. I'm not necessarily a good driver. Like I'm not as, as Steve's twitch muscles, his ability to avoid accidents and emergency situations far better than mine. But, uh, but I drive very carefully. I think maybe he could tell me whether that's true. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. I should say that some of this is going to test relationships and mostly Brad and Sierra's (laughs) relationship because I know them quite a bit better. I'm getting to know you too, but, um, Allison and Steve, but I know Brad and Sierra, so I know where to poke to to damage (laughs) that Do you want me to tell you how Steve drives? Sure. Yeah. No. <laughs> Sierra says yes. <laughs> Bring it. Um, you know, uh, they did. They do studies with fire trucks, and obviously, you know, if you go code three, uh, which is lights and sirens, you're going to get there faster. But they did find, similar to your study, that it's only a few minutes faster, like two to three minutes, especially if you're just going a, a short distance. But, uh, you know, when you're having a real emergency, uh, two to three minutes is a long time when you're sitting there waiting for a fire truck. But a lot of the things we've changed in the fire service, we go code two to a lot more, which is just normal driving. 
to a lot more events. So I, I do see that there's probably some weight in what your instructor was saying. Interesting. Hmm. So how about you, Steve, before Allison rats you out on your driving, <laughs> how do you feel? Well, let's see, before the, the, uh, the safety scoring method, I would say I was a, a moderately aggressive driver. I, I tend to enjoy the acceleration Tesla's offer and use it occasionally. I mean, I'm not trying to drag race or beat every car off the line, but I do just like the feel of acceleration. I like the feel of tight turns, flat turns. Um, so that that's one of the reasons I bought a Tesla. To be fair, that is the one thing I really do like is I do the acceleration. I, I'm not a, a slow accelerator, but I just accelerate up to the speed limit as fast as I possibly can. <laughs> and I tend to drive a little bit over the speed limit, um, maybe five miles an hour over. Um, and, unless we're on the yeah. I-5 and it's totally open, then it's probably a little more than five miles an hour over the speed limit. <laughs> <Such a liar. laughs> yeah. But it's so rare that it's open. Oh, sure. Five minimum over the speed limit is so what I would, we, the way I would call it. Are we talking about how we're driving with FSD beta scoring? Yeah, that's yet? my next question. But oh, you can oh, go, you can answer it. You could follow it up if you want, which okay. makes sense. How, do, how has it changed your driving? Completely. I mean, I basically drive now like I have a dozen loose eggs in the back seat <laughs> and maybe a glass of water. And I am just a good strategy. probably, <laughs> yeah, it, it's, it's very nerve wracking to, to drive with that scoring system on I am a completely different driver because I'm trying to get that score. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember in the, in the eighties, they had movies or TV shows and it, inevitably at some point, somebody had to haul some sort of explosive across the bumpy road. That's what I'm imagining you're driving. like. <laughs> yeah. That's a good, a good description. Very close to that. How about you, Allison? The, the 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 funny thing about the the self driving beta uh, scoring the safety score is that it, it takes certain things into account as like this huge de- uh, value against you that I wouldn't necessarily choose, uh, d- but other things it doesn't mind at all. You can drive as fast as you want. There is mm-hmm. nothing to do with speeding in the scoring, uh, but coming to a fast stop, like I, I came up to a, a yellow light. And I could safely stop. And the rule is you're supposed to stop if you can safely stop. And it was a little stronger than a normal stop. And I got dinged for it. Like, okay, so I could have raced through the light and I could have made it, but I'm supposed to stop. So I didn't think that was right. Now, Steve talked about tight turns. I got dinged for for sharp turns, um, which was interesting because I didn't think I took turns that sharp. But my car's so low to the ground. It's got that low center gravity, right? You could just flip around the corner real fast. Um but the thing that it really gets angry at you is the uh, what is it called, Steve? The um, forward collision warning. Yeah, forward collision warning. Real doc there. And yep. it doesn't it doesn't understand things about driving. Like I had a guy uh, slow down in front of me, and he was turning right, and a, a person, I should say, slow down to turn right, and I could see by the trajectory that they would be long out of my way by the time I got there, and I got a collision warning. Mm. Yep. And, I yeah. mean, it was not even close. If the car in front of you is slowing down and you're on the gas at all, it's like freaking out. Yeah. You, you almost have to pretend that he was going to stay in, he or she will stay in your lane as they're slowing and treat it as such, slow down dramatically before, until they actually depart the lane. Yeah. But without using the brake. Because again, if you use the brake at all, <laughs> yeah. even tapping the brake, <laughs> boom, you lost right. some points. 
Right. I, 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 I got an email from somebody this morning and they were talking about how they, their normal drive, it's like a hundred miles. It's ridiculous, but they normally try to stay seven car lengths behind somebody mm. and they get dinged all the time. Well, For, yeah, cause wow. they're, they're probably too far back. Cause I, I think if I remember right, if you're too far back, it's, it's not even considering you're following somebody. So then you're not Correct. building up your follow time. Oh. So then like right at, oh. let's say at the exit, when they're exiting, they get closer then they are following all of a sudden, but you have very little follow time. So your yep. percentage, if you mess even a little bit up there is really high, right? It's like a per- game of percentages. So that, yeah, we, I like count. I'll, <laughs> that's like my, that's where it's gotten me. Like I, I'll, if we're on the highway and like, sometimes we take it out of FS, out of autopilot um, to get in more miles to uh, juice that, that percentage ratio. And then I'll like count like the car in front of me, I'll go like one Mississippi, two Mississippi, three Mississippi. And I'll like mark where it passed. <laughs> and I'll just yeah. like do that over and over my head for like 10 minutes. And I'm like, okay, I got to go back into autopilot because this is driving me crazy. <laughs> That's the way to do it. The, the technical uh, measure is, you get dinged for unsafe following if you're less than one second of headway. That's what you were counting off till the time oh, you get to a one, stationary yeah. point. But it, and that's the numerator, the bad score numerator. And then that's over whenever you follow less than three seconds, which is the optimal, according to them. So it only measures time when you're following less than three seconds of headway. But if it's less than one, that's bad. <laughs> if it's less than three, and greater than one, that's good. It's like this <laughs> tiny window. <laughs> yes, it's a very small window. Do you not think it's odd that they sold you a feature where they said, hey, you're going to have to worry about rest, l- less stuff, and then they install a rating <laughs> system crazy. that makes you worry about everything? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's some irony there. So I'm, yeah. I'm intrigued by something and, Brad said. Are you saying if we have autopilot on, that's not affecting our score at all? It does not affect your score, as far as I understand. That's correct. Unless unless you get disengaged by the autopilot system because you're not paying attention, and yeah. you'll get warnings. But if you get disengaged, that's a strike against that's you. That's a big one too. We've never gotten that's what I like. I've I've done the test, and it seems like that's a that's a real big one. Yes, it is. So, Steve, when we drove to San Diego and back, you were running on autopilot a lot. I thought you were trying to get a bunch of miles under your belt. I'm. I was trying to get miles where I felt like I could control the situation because of the traffic. But if I'm in a it's a fine line between wanting to turn that on and off. Cause as Brad says, yeah. you want to build the miles, yeah. but you want to build those miles in a situation where you think you have enough control and you're not going to encounter these bad situations. So there's a this lot of, a lot of work for you. <laughs> yeah. I just drove around and I got a 99 and I got full self driving. Wow. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> you're in, you're inspiring to all of us. <laughs> I only drive like one or two miles a day though. That's the really funny thing is I'll, I I would go oh let me see how I scored yesterday oh you didn't drive at all okay <laughs> yes no I I I appreciate the step by step driving logs when you get back like when you were emailing those to me like honest to God I appreciate it. I felt like I was in the car with you when you were driving in the with the FSD beta and and how you detailed all that that out in such a uh, I, I don't, I wouldn't say technical, Engineering but in kind easy of way. to read and understand way. I was like, yeah, that makes sense. So we haven't asked uh, Brad and Sarah what their driving score is. <laughs> oh, glad you asked. We are currently at a 98. 
After we were at a 96 for a while. And so we're we're very proud to hold on to this for for a couple weeks, right? Yeah. Somehow the, because we, it's a rolling average. We, we kind of realized and the rolling average really helped us out. And so like there was one day or two days and, and I guess it knocked off some really like bad days in the early of the 30 day period. And, all of a sudden we're, we're watching our score jump and we're like, you know, midday, it's like, whoa, we're up to a 97. We're like, we didn't drive at all, but it jumped up to a 97 <laughs> later in the day. Still haven't drove. Oh, because the days are disappearing. <laughs> yeah. Right. yeah. The, oh, it must have been yeah, the next day because it was in two segments. Next day, oh, 98. <laughs> it was like, wow, this is awesome. Um, yeah. I want to ask Bodhi's question. I saw it in the in the agenda. He wanted to ask, how has this affected your relationship? <laughs> <laughs> um Generally, probably not at all. I, if anything, generally it brought us together because we have like a common mission. But then when we're driving, <laughs> maybe maybe negative. Much <laughs> more judgmental of each other. Like, oh, yeah. ooh, like it's okay, but that's definitely going to ding us for heartbreaking. Yeah. Like, ooh, you know. <laughs> so I have a question about about that. Um, you have driver, you can have driver profiles in Teslas, mm-hmm. but the, the safety score is independent of those profiles. It's for the entire car. Yeah. Not each profile, right? It's it'll say like who drove and it'll like so we could very clearly like cast blame <laughs> on like who who did a bad job. <laughs> um because yeah, it does tell us like like the name of uh the driver. I wonder why we but, aren't seeing that. We we don't see that. We both we've drive we drive each other's cars on occasion. See for instance, we, we share each other we have profiles on each other's cars. Mm-hmm. But when I bring up Allison's car on my app. I can't see her FSD safety uh, safety score and vice versa. Weird. It's like I a fiber because thing. you guys have your own separate accounts. Correct. Yeah, maybe separate logins. They have we the do. same. Everything yeah, we have the same, same login. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. the reason. Yeah, my okay, login. But then say, it like looks when like I go to my app and I go, it'll it's Sierra's uh, credentials, mm-hmm. uh, even on Got my phone and everything. Oh, okay, but that kind of makes sense. Yeah, but you can see that who drove on the. Um, if you go to the trips, if you go to the trips tab. Yeah. Then maybe it'll say for right. You. It'll say driver. Oh, it does file. list. Okay, you should say it because it's a podcast. Oh, sorry, I <laughs> <forgot>. <laughs> can you guys um, see that? <laughs> yeah, if you Under. if you go onto daily details and then you swipe over to trips and then you go through the trips for that day, and if someone else drove, it'll say driver profile and the name. That's oh, you what, know what? Mine's gone. I don't yeah, have what, the safety what, thing anymore. Once you're on FSD beta, they remove the safety score. Wow. Oh, it, takes, it takes a day or two sometimes, but eventually it'll go away. Who are we going to be without the day of the safety That's score? Great. I was actually really worried about that because I was worried about getting FSD and then like so worried about the score so I don't get kicked off that like I barely want to use it or I don't want to push it all. Like I don't want to like. We thought insurance would be looking at it all the time. No, yeah. so, I can barely hear Brad. By the way, when oh, he was just oh. talking there. Oh, there we go. Okay, how about so that? It, it, it turns out Tesla uses this same system to determine rates for people who have Tesla car insurance, and that's available in some states, I believe. We we don't use that, but they adopted the same system they already had for determining Tesla insurance for this FSD beta program. But it's not if you're if you don't have Tesla car insurance, it's not used for that purpose. And I I don't think they make at least currently they don't make that available to other insurance companies to help determine your your rates. 
That's good. Right now. <laughs> I mean, we're doing all right. I wouldn't mind. Yeah, they can look at it right now if they want. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I was really uh, rubbing in Steve's face when the first week I was in a 99 and he was like at an 87 or something like oh, that. Wow. And then I got... I got one hard or one uh, collision warning and it dumped me to 76. Oh my. Jeez. And he wow. was super nice to me. He didn't rub it in my face at all. And I, I was, he's a better person than I am. Well, that, was in the, that was in the early days when you didn't have that many miles built up. And since it's a, a mileage weighted score, when you have a trip that's 10 or 20 or 30% of the miles you've already accumulated, it's going to factor into your score real heavily. But after 30 days, uh, generally, you know, you, you can't affect your score that dramatically unless you have, have a long trip. I felt like I was trying to get my GPA up in the fourth year, though, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, it was, it was hard. That is a good analogy. Yeah. <laughs> so let's jump to the, the beta, because uh, I know Brad and Sierra probably have questions. And the only person on this panel, as far as right now, I, that I know of is Allison that has the FSD beta. I'm getting more and more emails of people who listen to the show who have FSD beta. So I think this will be interesting to to the folks. Allison, uh, first of all, how has FSD beta been on your relationship with Steve? <laughs> well, the first the first drive I took, um, we drove to our friend's house who was uh, there like three miles away. Uh, and I drove there and then I made Steve drive back because it was horrifying. It was so bad. And I was really glad he was there and he had, and he took the drive too, because it was, it just made so many mistakes. And I, I, can I run through it really quickly? What it did in a six mile drive? For sure. <laughs> These are the ones I could remember. Cause I was, I was basically, uh, uh, setting notes and, and reminders. Uh, I kept telling Siri to rem remind me, blah, remind me, blah, remind me, blah, every time it did something wrong. So I had all these notes when I got back. So, uh, I pulled out of my driveway and I, and I was on the side of the road and I put it, I'd engaged it and it tried to run straight into the crash, the trash cans that were on the side of the road. What? That was the first thing. Uh, it, it got to the end of our, our block. It came to a stoplight to turn right and it, it didn't move to the right and it would not turn right on a red light, even though that's a legal turn in California. So wide open road didn't make the turn. Um, it came at a very steep dip at about 35 miles an hour, did not slow down. And Oof. I mean, these are dips that like you can see car scratches in the, you know, oh, and, and no. then it bottomed out. Um, it was really jerky. By the way, I've now turned the corner on the block from my house. At this point, it, it started just jerking left and right. Like it, it didn't know what it was doing. It was like a, like a really, really bad driver. Uh, it, and uh, it, it eventually figured out it had a green arrow and it made the turn. Uh, but then it got really close to the curb on the, the median between the lanes, like so close that I pulled out of it. I couldn't let it make the turn. So I've now made two turns. Um, then it slowed down on a straightaway for no reason, just slowed way down. Uh, it stopped at a green light. Um, mostly these, most of these things were more airing to the side of caution, but then a driver cut me off, pulling really closely into my lane from the right, just like swerved right in front of me. Car didn't react at all. Didn't slam on the brakes. I did to keep from hitting the car. So it didn't do that. Um, uh, at a T intersection with no stop, this was a good one. The car inched forward and on screen it said autopilot creeping forward to check for visibility. So I thought that was kind of good because it was, mm. you know, that seemed like the right thing to do. Um, 
when Steve took over, uh, the speed limit would start, would, when the speed limit went up, like it went from 25 to 35 miles an hour, the autopilot didn't adjust the maximum speed. It, it, mm. it and in fact, it started dropping it, like went down to 22 when it was in a 35. So he had to keep turning it up. We're not sure what he's doing that. Um, we moved into a left turn pocket and it did that okay. Um, but as it turned into the pocket, and I've seen this several times now, it just slowed way down. Like you would definitely be really irritating the person behind you. Um, let's see. Oh, so it almost hit the curb again on another median. And then finally, when Steve was driving, there was a, a painted median. So he decided to just let it do what it was going to do. Totally drove right over the double double yellow line by like like two feet. So had that been a real median, I think it probably would have hit it. Um, let's see. It it also had trouble when Steve was driving of uh like a lane where a lane disappeared and so it gets real wide. And I've we'd seen that before in in autopilot where like if two lanes merge on the freeway and then all of a sudden it's a big yeah. wide lane, it kind of goes in the middle and straddles yeah, the whole but- thing instead of <laughs> taking the big one, the one it should be in. That was in six miles. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you know what, what version you, you described? Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Sorry, Brad. Go what ahead. version was that? I, I can't ten, hear you. Oh, wow. Uh, what version? 10, 10 point. Version. Uh, 10 point four, I believe. Oh, maybe it is the computer. I think it's 10.4. Yeah. It's 10. the, 4, the okay. latest that's out. Oh, wow. Oh man. I was hoping that was an earlier. <laughs> Yeah, no, it wasn't impressive. Steve called it uh, alpha, but I think he was being generous when he called FSD it an alpha. FSD alpha. <laughs> well, you know, I, it's, there's two things. One is that's very close to how Sierra drove the first time I took her out. And two, Waymo, <laughs> when when you guys come in January, let's, let's take a Waymo trip. Um, because... You will be, one. You'll probably be terrified because there's no driver. It's just us in the back of the car. Oh, I'd love and to do two, that. And two, it does a lot of these same things that you're saying. Um, it does them a little better than the way you're describing it. And it, I'll be honest, it's been probably three months since I've been in a Waymo van, uh, so they might be better by the time we do it. But it's always worth trying, <laughs> so you get that experience. Definitely want to try that. Yeah, for sure. Remind me, we'll do that. I did try uh, try it a couple more times. I got to be honest, I've had it for about a week and a half and I've only tried it three times. Um, you have to be able to tell it the address you're going to. And I just like, I drive to the beach to go for a run. I don't know what the address is of the beach. You know, it's the beach. That's where I go, I go down this road. Um, but I, I, I would kind of give it low beta on the second time, uh, second and third times. The thing I think I discovered is when it's in a lot of traffic, it does really well. So if it's got cars on either side, it's going to stay between them and not hit anybody. It's when it's got more freedom that it seems to not really know what it's doing as well as I would have hoped uh, it would do. Um, yeah, I did see noticed, it today. Oh, go ahead. I've noticed that a lot with um, just it generally, like um, especially not on highway. Like if we're using, we don't have FSD, but we can still do like um, some city streets, you know, it just doesn't turn um, and it will do like some back roads as long as there's a, lanes yeah um and i but i will notice that it it does it's like historically has done much better if there's other cars involved um Mm -hmm. and and my first time using it like one of the first times it was like very reminiscent of your story and my my parents were in the car and i was like pretty proud you know i was like you know look look what your (laughs) son did right like look (laughs) at this cool thing new technology welcome to the future and then like we we approach a 
a red light and it just like freaks out and it does not stop. Um, and at the time I was like kind of frustrated at it. Cause I was like, I don't like, why isn't it doing this? And we actually didn't have that setting. Um, uh, I think it was like a setting we didn't have on for, uh, city lights. And, um, it still always had a problem with that one, but we were also the lead car, lead car. Um, and so like, there was like a bunch of things stacked up against, um, and it's just like, it's taken me so long to get used to um, even our version, even the, the simpler version of it. Um, and a lot of like, <laughs> a lot of unique experiences along the way on that. So the good, the good thing is the screen is super twitchy looking too. It's, it's like, it's like it's drawn more with crayons is it the way I'd describe it. It's like these, oh, yeah. these red lines and green lines and there's dotted lines and all kinds of things going on. And it's super jumpy. It's real twitchy. Mm-hmm. So out of the corner of your eye, you see all this stuff. Like you remember when you first got your Tesla that, it, that the, the, the cars would dance. Sometimes they would spin and yeah. stuff. It's kind of more like that again. Yeah. How, how, what has your experience been, Steve? Uh, just kind of a different perspective. Very, very similar. Um, I think maybe even I have less of an, a positive opinion than Allison does because I haven't driven it as often. And I, I'll tell you the time, time or two that I drove, I was just a wreck. I was a nervous wreck. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's just nerve-wracking, and there is no way that you can drive this without playing, paying a lot of attention to your driving. And I'm a little concerned about people who get signed up for this program and don't do that because bad things can happen with, with the way this is behaving right now. So I'm, I'm hoping that everyone who signs up for this understands and Tesla does a pretty good job of making that clear, but I don't know if everyone's paying attention to that. And I, if, if they don't, there might be an issue. God, they'd have to, I can't even imagine. I can't either, so but <laughs> there's some. You okay, Sarah? Yeah. Sorry. Uh, on the on the on the latest episode of Kilowatt, um, I talked about a the latest being the one two weeks ago. By the time everybody hears this, but I talked about a a guy who has signed up for the beta. He was he was in the beta and he was driving his car, and it, he said his car was going to make a left turn, and he noticed somebody was there, so he went to disengage, and the car forced him into the left lane, and <gasps> he he said he was not able to uh, disengage it from the turn. Um, I've had Ooh. at least two people, uh, as of this recording, email me go <laughs> and said that that doesn't sound right. Um, the car doesn't force anything, but you know, it's a beta and who knows, uh, for sure. Uh, but he filed a complaint with the national highway transportation safety administration, uh, because I, of the accident. Does some, oh, oh, oh he so he did an get in an accident. Oh yeah. He, I'm sorry. Yes. It forced him into the left lane and then he hit a car. Oh, way to bury the lead. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> So I have heard that um, in the FSD beta program, uh, the car does take a little more control. It takes more force to disengage from the steering wheel than it does regular autopilot driving. So that may take some getting used to. But if he cranked it hard, that should have that should have kicked out. That's really surprising. Yeah, I find that very surprising. Now, I, I also wonder if you apply the brake... That should yeah. also disengage. Yeah. And that would be a very, um, that's an on-off thing. It's it's a binary event. So I would hit the brake if I were in doubt. Uh, that, but, I mean, it, it's it's more defined than a, a, a forced steer. You might, um, in an emergency situation, you might not realize 
Well, but your foot would go to the brake. You're right. That, yeah, that story really... sounds odd. <laughs> yeah. So far, and like I said, the, I guess there's three people who have contacted me about this, two email, one on Twitter, and it seems very – everybody seems uh, seems to think that maybe there's something else to this story and, and maybe they're not being completely honest about what happened. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not even like yeah. a Tesla apologist, but I was like – when I read that, I was like, that just seems weird that the car would force itself, override the owner, um, and force itself into the lane. Yeah, causing an accident. It, it sounds almost like like fanny covering there to um, yeah, that's uh, what I thought. You know, you know to to uh, file the complaint. Like if you do that, you know they got to believe you that it wasn't your fault. So I did want to follow up um, when I was saying how tense I was driving this. I, even so, I I do want FSD beta because I want one. I like technology, uh, the advancement of technology. And I want Tesla's um, FSD beta program and system to to get better. And the the way to do that is to have more drivers using it, reporting in uh, problems they're seeing, um, and and that's my main goal. That plus just an interest in technology for pursuing this. It's not because it's going to make my my life easier in the near term. It will maybe eventually, um, but FSD beta for the city streets. Probably I um I would I would be doing it for Tesla, not me. <laughs> yeah, you were gonna say something, Brad? Yeah, I mean I I like want to pile on there and like you know and going to like it swerving or it maybe got an ac- accident. I I kind of doubt it personally, but I guess we'll <laughs> see that once you know. And that's the classic like we we hear about all these stories way before where there's actual details out. Um, but um, I, I always think it's such a skewed thing, and, and it's like. Um, you know, even if, even if at some point there is an accident, um, it's, it's like, you know, cars get in accidents all the time. We're constantly, you know, there's like compilations of, of these accidents on YouTube or something. And it's like, um, one accident doesn't mean it's a problem. It's, it's how many accidents averaged over, you know, a certain amount of miles or, or time or, um, and, and then that's the safety thing. So, so the idea that the, like national, you know, uh, highway safety transportation board is like, it's, it's, I don't think they have our best interests at heart when they're not looking at overall safety. They're just looking at instances. Um, and I think that autopilot and, and autopilot uh, to start there certainly (laughs) has made our driving significantly safer. Um, that I agree with. And, and, you know, Mm -hmm this maybe is in between time with the FSD, but um, I think, you know, not, and not too, not too long, whether that's a year or five years, it's going to be incredibly safe. And I think even along the way, it's going to average out mile per mile, be safer all the way up until the point where it's really, really providing tons of safety for um, us. And, and not just the drivers and not just uh, owners, but also pedestrians and other cars. Um, and so like, that's, that's like, I, I, I believe in, even if it's got a, feels like a messy start, it's probably overall, you know, still safer than sometimes, sometimes I make a, like, I'm like, like speaking of the score, sometimes we, we got out of the drive and, 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 you know, we're like 
point into the parking lot and home where we're both like, there's no way I got a good score on that. Like, there's no way I, like I too risky. I almost missed the exit, like all of this stuff. And I'm just like, I deserve a terrible score at that point. And then I would get out a hundred and we're like, what? Amazing. <laughs> so, you know, I think, I think like, you know, I'm not, I'm an okay driver. I'm average. I'm an average driver. Maybe I, I, with this score, I worry about it a little too much and it kind of hurts my driving, but overall I'm a pretty good driver. And, um, I still think that, <laughs> I mean, average at least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, average. and I still think that it's really dangerous. Like it's just crazy. These big machines, you know, we're just like, we wiling around on these big machines. It's just nuts to me. Yeah, you know, I I'm completely on board with you that I I am really looking forward to the day that none of us are driving. I mean, right now we're talking about we've got four people here who are like intensely watching everything it's doing and being super careful, and a huge percentage of people are out there, you know, texting while they're driving. So <laughs> yeah. I think humans should stop driving as soon as possible. So that's one of the reasons I really wanted to to get this feature. Um, one other thing I did want is oh wait, wait first I got to make fun of Brad. Um, <laughs> this is one of my favorite statistics. Good. This is true across all countries. Eighty eight percent of American drivers consider th- themselves to be above average drivers. <laughs> Isn't that awesome? Yeah, I think the math works out there. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, for my, for my public I'm, education, I'm, I'm that, the, that makes sense. Yeah. I'm in the eighteen percent who's honest, right? Probably true with a lot more than just driving. Yeah, and everything, right? <laughs> but one thing I wanted to say about the FSD is is they tell you that one of the or the way you're supposed to tell it about what's going on if it does something wrong is you're supposed to tap a little video icon on the uh on the screen. So here I am in a car that I absolutely can't trust. It's swerving into into medians and all this stuff. And I'm supposed to take my eyes off the road to find a video button and tap it. It's like, no, I'm actually not going to do that. So I use the right scroll button and just keep going, bug report, bug report, bug report. And yeah. uh, uh, our um, ne- nephew, yeah, our nephew has a friend who is uh, one of the lead developers on self-driving for Tesla. And I asked him, we got to meet him. Oh, yeah, he was a very cool guy. And I asked him, I said, do you guys actually pay attention to those bug reports? He goes, absolutely, we do. Keep it up. Mm -hmm. So I'm doing that. You got to go really fast. You got to go, bug report, car stop for no reason. (laughs) I think you have like 14 seconds to get it out. Oh, it's a voice thing? It can be. Oh, yeah. If you Mm. you click the right scroll wheel, like you're going to make a phone call? This is not the FSD beta feedback. Nothing to do with FSD. Method. Oh, just anyone This is just for any bug, any yeah. bug on your Tesla. Oh my yeah. gosh. We 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 would have been wow. That's, That's great to know. all over. We'll start using that. Yeah. We've talked about that. We We've said like, they should have a thing where you can do that. <laughs> yeah. You got to talk really fast though. Like bug report, blah, 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 blah. Like that. If you, you can't say a bug report, I was turning right and it put on the left turn signal. And then, you know, it's long yeah. gone by then. And I grew also up in, you know, <laughs> your the car will also capture um, the data coming from the computer at that time, a few seconds before and after. So it's got a reference point of what was happening. That's but fantastic. when you get FSD oh, beta and you've got the video thing, it'll take the the data from the cameras. But In addition. I'm not taking my eyes off the road, guys. I'm not yeah, do it. right. 
Allison, I, I think it was you and I that talked about this offline, but I wonder, because 10.4 turned off the radar, so I wonder if your car has to relearn. Was it you and I that was talking yeah, about this? Yeah, yeah. has That's to true. relearn everything because there's no radar to back it up, back up the vision. Correct. I didn't mm-hmm. think the individual cars were learning, though. I thought yeah. the Borg mind was would know. Well, I think your car has to know at a certain level because if you have no connection or a slow connection, oh. the car would know what to do. Yeah, I think, I mean, I don't know how how advanced, yeah, I mean, they're, they are very advanced, but like generally AI, you would, you would get the, um, you know, local data from the car and you would upload it to the training computer there, Dojo, and then you'd get uh, like a model. And that that can take a long time and it can be pretty big, but the, the actual model is like kind of a just a package file. And then that can be distributed on like, with web apps can be contributed like on the client side or or in this case, the car side. <laughs> yeah, anyway, there's there's going to be like, we always talk about client side with development don't we there's car side could be a <laughs> um yeah. uh but so so it probably almost certainly has something like that on the fsd computer but it might be doing some if maybe there's some really advanced thing where they're doing some adjustments on that i think the future will be that i think we'll you'll be able to like tune it to your style driving and we're kind of hinting at that um but yeah if there was one thing that we could tune in, uh, and you guys have probably seen this too, is that it decelerates too quickly. Like it, it flies up on a red light where it's like, dude, there's all these cars. They're stopped. Why are you going so fast? And then when the light turns green, it starts right away, but it accelerates really slowly. Yeah, that slow accelerate. Yeah. I, I, I wanted to split the difference. Yeah. It would be nice to have your own like – what you're comfortable with on that, to your point, that would be great. Right. Um, I, I will say for the, the stoplight doesn't worry me personally as much, but I, again, it would be cool to have a setting, but because they communicate, they've got that little, it says, Hey, we see the stoplight. Um, and so I imagine for like the FSD, you kind of brought this up too about, um, I forget the scenario, but it, it kind of warned you, it gave you like a, a little warning. Um, and I think the more it can communicate, the better everybody's going to be like, you know, the more, Hey, we see the pedestrian, you know, visually, and maybe if it's in the way, say that, and, um, you know, just as much communication as possible. Um, with the driver. Yeah. With the driver. Yeah. With the UI yeah. to the driver. Same thing with, yep. cause I think a lot of people hate the phantom braking and it's like, maybe yes. the car has a reason you don't, you don't know it. Like <laughs> yeah. maybe they could say slowing down because spike in the road, or, you know, yeah. like, um, something so that you don't just like, cause I'll just like gas it when it starts doing it. Cause I'm like, what yeah. is going on? And like, maybe that's dangerous. Um, yeah. But yeah communication. The, 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 that would solve the phantom braking. Cause I don't, I, my hot take is I don't think it's quote unquote phantom braking. I think it almost always has a reason. It's just like, maybe not correct. Obviously it's almost never correct, <laughs> but, um, yeah. but, uh, it does have a reason. And a lot of times it's like a yellow light or like one of those or, but sometimes like on the highway. So, yeah. Shadow from a bridge over uh, overpass. Yeah. That, oh. that happens occasionally. Ah. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> yeah. Haven't you haven't you guys seen that on the highway where it'll go under it, it it seems to be more when it's going a little more slowly. Like if you're going seventy miles an hour and you go under a bridge, it seems okay. But if it's the traffic's a little heavy and you know, you get down to like thirty miles an hour or something, it's like, Whoa, what is that? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've seen that. Yeah. Yeah. 
So um, I'm going to give Brad and Sierra a couple minutes here before we wrap up to ask questions. Cause I know that they are, they are chomping at the bit to get FSD beta. So if you have questions for Allison, then now's the time or Steve. Yeah, no, I, okay. So I put you on the spot. Uh, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> we can deal with it. <laughs> so when you, you found out that you got FSD beta, was it like the day that you got it or you got an email that you're like, that said in a couple of days, it's going to happen. Like, what was that finding out process like for you? Walk me through. So it. I'm going to, I'm going to throw this to Steve because Steve has been so excited about this and I felt really bad because I, I really didn't want to go first. I wanted him <laughs> to have it first. So I sent him the email and he like raced down to the car and he did everything on that. What, what yep. did you uh, experience? So I am not positive about the rollout procedure the timing of the rollout procedure but i believe the way it works supposed to work is you get the email that says we're we're going to enroll you in this program you then will get the ability to download the new software it'll be presented to you like any old software build you download the software and then you go into the interface and turn on fsd beta so this can be turned on and off if you if you're not comfortable using it fortunately and then um as soon as it was downloaded she had it. What I don't quite understand is how long do you have to be at that safety score to achieve the, to get the email? I, I don't know if it's a day or a few days, but I just got a 99 today. Wow. So I'm about to find out if I can hold this score, how long it'll take before I get the email. Wow. Yeah. Let us know. Cause I will. Yeah. You're, you're a point ahead. Yeah. Do you know, have you heard like, where they're at, like if they're still on the 99s? Yes. They're on the 99s and uh, they were supposed to start rolling out to the 98s last weekend. But Elon is always changing, you know, his rollout process. And his last tweet said that they want to uh, update the software and come out with version 10.5 of SD- FSD beta. And that would come out in about two weeks from last Friday. And that's when they'd start rolling out to the 98s. Oh, Sarah, you're, you and I are going to be in San Jose and Brad's going to get FSD beta and you're not going to be able to drive it. <laughs> now, this could change at a whim, right? It could, yeah. Another tweet and it'll be different. No, no, this is what's going to happen, Steve. It's exactly what's going to happen. She's not right, going to right. get to participate. <laughs> the most but I don't, think, <laughs> I don't think it'll be any sooner. It's always later than he says, not yeah. sooner. For sure. Everything's two weeks away with Elon. Yeah. Over yeah. promise, under delivery. <laughs> Just kidding. Don't come for me. Don't come for me. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, I have a question too, because like, um, I guess it's a tidbit, but like, I really hate that you have to accept that as, as like a green light, you have to like tap the gas. And mm-hmm. you kind of brought that up, like it stopped at a green light. Do you have to um, confirm green lights when you're on? Oh, no, no, no. No, not anymore. That I know what you're talking about with the uh, autopilot on city streets that they introduced a little while ago. It's not like that at all. In general, it just goes right through green lights. and um, Even if it, you're the lead car. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, nice. it doesn't have any trouble with that. Um, wow. It's it's interesting because it's it's more than just a green light. It's, it's looking at green lights versus green left turn arrows, uh, controlled yeah. left turn. And it's differentiating them if you, and you yeah, go in the left turn. It did, yeah. It did. It did a left turn that. arrow correctly. It did a right turn arrow correctly when I had a red light, 
So two lanes went, uh, actually there was a left turn arrow, two lanes going through on a light and, and a right turn. And everybody was read about my right turn arrow. It got into the pocket. It made the right turn. And then it was a, a three lane road and it knew to go into the right lane, which most human drivers don't do. But by law in California, you have to go into the right lane when you make a right turn. I learned that from the same driving instructor. And, uh, <laughs> but what a human would have noticed is that at that time of day, that lane turns into a parking lane, uh, not even a quarter of a mile. I mean, you know, hundreds of feet away, you can see there's cars parked and it's just tootling along in that right <laughs> lane going, do, 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 do. And, oh I, and I just waited going, hey, dude, are you going to notice? And it, it could have turned, pulled to the left much earlier, but instead it noticed and it went, oh my gosh, I got to get out of the lane. And by that time, there was a car next to me, but it waited for the car to go by and then it turned on the signal and it correctly yeah. got in the middle lane. That's pretty cool. So it was, it was a, it was a, a, a student driver. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, student driver. There yeah. are many times I wish it would see farther ahead. Uh, an example is I think most people, when they're driving, they notice brake lights through the windows of the car in front of them. Mm-hmm. So you actually have more notice of slowing down than just the car in front of you. You can actually see traffic. You can see traffic and maybe uh, you see a whole ro- road traffic. I don't think Tesla's looking at anything except the car right in front of them to slow down. You know, at one time, the reason why they went with radar or according to Elon, they went with radar over LIDAR was because they could shoot the the radar underneath the cars in front and they can tell when those cars are slowing down. Oh, So by turning that off, obviously they don't have that option anymore. So I wonder how they solve for that. Cause if the car in front of you is not paying attention and it smacks the car in front of it, right? what do you, do? what is your car going to do eventually? Um, it's either going to come real close or it's going to hit the car behind, in front of it. Right. Yeah. That's, that's especially true at highway speeds too. So maybe yeah. one of the things they haven't switched over. <laughs> yeah. Have, why. have you ever encountered a situation on FSC beta where you see, cause like, this is kind of the same issue where like we'll be in autopilot on the highway and then I'll see that people, a bunch of people are moving over out of the lane. Cause there's like something in the oh. middle of the road. So I've always taken over when, cause I'm like, I don't know if the car is going to like when they're going to react, if it's going to be like, be fast enough, you know, if we're going to run into whatever everyone else is moving out of the way for. I'm curious if you've ever been in a situation and let the car just like do its thing. You know, no, I I haven't run into that kind of situation yet. Okay, I don't think we and have. I would, have we I would do what you do, Sierra. I, I don't think I would, <laughs> would trust it yet. Would let it. I'd yeah. take over. Yeah. Okay. I am curious because yeah, that would kind of answer that. Like, how far out is it actually looking? Yeah. yeah. I have a question for you two. Um, do you have FSD on? Did you purchase FSD for your car? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So is it so is it possible because you can also now rent FSD by the month? Oh mm-hmm. yeah. So are people are people allowed to uh, attempt to you know get on the FSD beta program and then if accepted start renting it? By you the have month? to be yeah. on it before the, you have to be on the the subscription before you before. Can request it. Got it. And then and then you can. Right. As long as you Enter pay for it, continue to pay for it. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. All right. Well, I think I'm going to wrap that up here. I think it was very educational. Does anybody have parting words? 
Go self-driving. Hurry up. Make it better. <laughs> Fingers yeah. crossed for for your 98s and 99s. <laughs> yeah, good, good luck, you guys. I'll keep Thank you informed. You. I really hope it happens on Friday, Sierra. I'm really looking forward to, to seeing it. Brad on FaceTime as we're driving home from San Jose. And you don't You're get to be there. a terrible person. Sometimes. Yeah. Welcome to my life. So supportive. <laughs> All right. Well, I want to thank uh, Steve and Allison and Sierra and Brad. Thank you guys so much for coming on. And maybe next time we'll we'll do it again in uh, a year. That'd be fun. There you, well, oh, this is yeah. the first annual uh, turkey trot. What did you call it? Uh, <laughs> Thanksgiving special, just like Charlie Brown. Nothing wow. special, just Charlie Even Brown-esque. More. Even more iconic, I'd say. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, it's probably not going to stay at that level of the Charlie Brown special, but I try. Well, thank you guys very much. Very much. I appreciate it. One more gobble. One, one, one more gobble. <laughs> <laughs> do it. <laughs> can't even do it then. <laughs> All right, everybody, that is our show this week. I wanted to thank again Allison from the Podfeet Network, Steve, Sheridan, Sierra, and Brad. Thank you so much for joining me and talking about FSD safety score, or excuse me, Tesla safety score and FSD beta. I really appreciate it. I'm going to make this ending really short because I am late for the Apple store. So, Go ahead and go to, uh, let's see, go to find me on Twitter at 918digital, and then you can email me, Bodie, B-O-D-I-E, at 918digital.com. And that is it for me, folks. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, if you're in the United States, I hope you had a great Thanksgiving. If you are in uh, another part of the world that doesn't celebrate Thanksgiving, or at least this month you don't celebrate Thanksgiving, I hope you had a great weekend. All right, everybody. Have a wonderful week. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.